0: Hello, you're listening to The Naked Truce. I'm Lydia Frost. And I'm Alice Embers. Ah, we're uh, together. We're in Dallas. Alice came to visit me.
1: I am here for a few days visiting, and we decided that we wanted to do an abbreviated but almost normal size podcast for Mm -hmm. you. Size doesn't really matter. We have discussed this. Size (laughs) doesn't matter. It's the content. Real talk though, I've had some giant cocks that have fucking hurt me. Uh yes. Mm-hmm. Actually we let's pause for a moment mm-hmm. before we even get in. <laughs> And talk about how really size doesn't matter. No, it really doesn't. And in fact, when it's when it's so big and they don't know that they're like they don't mm-hmm. understand the depth of it, mm-hmm. it actually just really does mm-hmm. hurt. Mm-hmm. So a
0: person needs to know how to use their genitals correct. regardless of size. Regardless of size. Mm-hmm. So
1: please be mindful mm-hmm. and understand what it is you need to give your partner. Mm-hmm. And make sure to like, I don't know, ask them a bit. Mm-hmm. Does this feel good? Mm-hmm. Is this too hard? Mm-hmm. Do you want me to do it like this? Mm-hmm. Ooh, baby, how does that feel?
0: <laughs> yeah. Um size does not matter. Uh also, <clears throat> we are going to create a Patreon account, and because we are together, we are recording this with the webcam. So, if you want to be among our first Patreon subscribers, we will give you a link to the video footage
1: of this of episode. Camgirling?
0: Yeah, we might be naked.
1: You don't know yet. Right. We right. might be wearing shirts that say, Show me your taco. We could be showing you our tacos. <laughs> All right.
0: Um, hi, Alice. Welcome hi to Dallas. Ladies. Thank you. <laughs> it's been a joy
1: so far.
0: Uh, so, um, <clears throat> funny story. It happened to me just recently. Uh, I was having sex with. One of my partners and we were using a butt plug. I was wearing a butt plug Mm -hmm. and we were having penetrative PIV Mm -hmm. and we noticed the butt plug was gone. So we started looking around the bed. For the butt plug, <laughs> thinking maybe it just shot out. Happens a lot. It does, especially when I orgasm. I will shoot, shoot a butt plug Into, out, like
1: across the room. Yeah,
0: <laughs> I've never shot it across the room, but I hope one day like, <laughs> to ring a bell with yes. it. <laughs> um, then I realize that the butt plug is it deep within me, still inside. Yep. So I politely excused myself to the bathroom. And of course, my partner was like, can I help? And I was like, <laughs> no thanks.
1: Oh,
0: and I went into a deep yogi squat in the bathroom. I had my 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 middle <laughs> and ring fingers in my butthole. <laughs> And I could just, with the tips of my fingers, feel that stainless steel butt plug. It went, like, really It was deep up. in my ass. It was deep in my ass. Your ass so, it. <laughs> it swallowed it. Butt plug gone rogue. So um, I just was, like, breathing. And I went in. I remembered, like, tips from Ina Make Garden. Mm-hmm. Garden. <laughs> And I basically birthed the butt plug. Oh, my gosh. Um, yeah. Luckily, like, my ass is fine. I thought I was, like, it might be sore tomorrow. Like, I, the stainless right. steel right. Like, might cut me. Right. Luckily, like, really, I was fine. Um, but, yeah. I mean, you
1: you complimented me on staying calm when I uh, – you have to be super relaxed and not get anxious, which is something we both mm-hmm, do, mm-hmm. and not like start to panic about what's happening because you wouldn't have been able to get it out. I am really proud of you for staying calm.
0: A friend of mine, when I told her about it, she told me about J breathing. Did I tell you no. this? So you, she said, um, or J pushing. So you don't just push down, you push in a J. So down <gasps> and, and out. out down and out. And I was like, ooh, I think I... And as she was describing it, I was like, oh, I think I intuitively was doing, doing that. This. So think of the anatomy of the yes. rectum. Really. Yes. Um, so pro tip on Jay, breathing, Jay pushing a butt plug out. In case you need this On today's episode of The Naked Truce. Let's talk about politics. Speaking of butts.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so obviously we yeah. are... In the midst of a tumultuous political climate right now, specifically with all of the Epstein stuff coming out and the relation of Epstein, specifically with Clinton. How do we feel about this, Lydia? Fucking burn Clinton to the ground. Who gives a fuck? the ground. I think you will find most progressives, liberals, Democrats, whatever. We don't give a fuck. If you are part of that culture, we want to see you gone. See you later, bye. We're no longer interested. We don't give a fuck. Cancel culture is a real thing. Goodbye. What I
0: will not enjoy seeing, which is almost inevitable, is the re-dragging of Hillary through the mud. And I'm not just saying protect her because she's a woman, but I'm just like what good do we have to gain? Like, let's not waste our energy by just crucifying her. Whatever. Feel how you want about Hillary Clinton. I get it. But you know, if this Epstein stuff ends up, um, you know, right. Bill Clinton's been named. Evidence is going to come out. Blah, blah, blah. Fine. Let's not waste too much energy. That. um, completely
1: like tearing her apart because in reality even with bill clinton like it it's he needs to be held accountable but in terms of politics it doesn't matter we need to hold him accountable for the atrocious things that he did but Mm -hmm. we don't need to drag Mm -hmm. hillary because it doesn't matter politically Mm -hmm. anymore we just need them gone
0: yeah yeah um yeah yeah Right. We just need them gone. We need
1: them gone. Yeah. Clean house.
0: Yep. Let's do it. Um, Yeah. Interesting political times. Since we last recorded, I think we also had the first round of debates. Yes. Which were interesting. Yes. Um, motherfucking Elizabeth Warren. God, we'd be lucky to have her. She killed it. Okay. Yeah. I feel like the best, like, graphic I saw that sort of described or... um. Or maybe, do you know what? It was a friend of mine who's also a listener. Shout out to my friend in Boston, who was like, Bernie Sanders is kind of like, let's do this and this and this. And Elizabeth Warren is like, and here's how we're gonna do this, this, yes. and this. You know what I mean? Like, she's got plans. Yes. She's thought this Thoughtful. shit through. Yeah. Um, Kamala Harris also really stole the show. Yep. Um, we'd be lucky to have her. Again, I understand why she's controversial. Yes. Again, we've said this before, like. No one's going to be perfect, you guys.
1: Correct. No one's going to be perfect. And we're never going to like... It's the same thing that Dan Savage says about rounding your partner up. Mm. I think we sort of have to look at especially this election in a similar way. Mm -hmm. We need to round up whoever the Democratic candidate is and then hold them accountable. Mm -hmm. If we want to see change in this country, we need to hold them accountable for it. Mm -hmm. And I think that the Democratic candidates that will end up going further through will be ones happy to be held accountable for the people.
0: Agreed. Agreed. Um, The debates, I, I mean, I thought I sort of stay on top of politics. Sure. Uh there were a bunch of people I didn't even know the one chick that was like love will win I was like who, who the are fuck you are you <laughs> Yeah Marianne yes. whatever her name is um and then there were a couple of white dudes that were like
1: throwaways I was like okay you guys Get out, bye please. Yeah so Oh can we talk about Amy McGrath not running for president because she wants to unseat Mitch McConnell
0: Oh yeah
1: that's great Mitch McConnell has to go I <clears> loved <throat> that she is Capable Mm -hmm. of running. Mm -hmm. And she said, absolutely not. What is more important is that we take the Senate. How about Democratic candidates, if you're listening, which you're not, you do the same thing?
0: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Agreed. We don't need all of you. We don't need
1: 30 plus candidates. No. And we need
0: some of y'all to stay in the Senate. Please.
1: We would love for you to do that. Mm -hmm. How about we get the laws changed, guys?
0: Yep. Agreed. Um hashtag men not being shitty, yeah, we have sort of an un- an unexpected choice, pleasantly
1: surprised.
0: Russell Brand is so who we're picking pleasantly surprised by um, Russell Brand, yeah, you know, over the year he's always been out there as sure. fuck, um, but over the years like he's really turning into like a thoughtful. Um, person whose work has a far reach.
1: Yes. He's an influencer. Yes. Um, And I think he understands that and uses his platform to shine light, especially on addiction. Mm -hmm. And I think it's quite beautiful that he's willing to be so vulnerable with Mm -hmm. people about the darkness that he traveled through. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah. So we're giving that to Russell Brand.
1: Way to go, Russell Brand.
0: Um... Okay, so moving on. When I picked Alice up from the airport, uh, there is there's this billboard. I mean, I obviously it was not the first time I've seen it, but I pointed it out to her. It's a billboard for like a strip club, and it's got a picture of a beautiful woman, and it says "unlicensed therapists on duty." And I was like, Alice, look, they're literally advertising free emotional labor. From women. Yes. Like, while their tits are out. Correct. (laughs) Yes. I mean, it's so oddly self-aware.
1: Yeah. Almost like kudos, but ew. (laughs) Um,
0: Super ew. And that's something more and more I'm trying to become cognizant of, like, how I've been conditioned to give free emotional labor to men around me. um, And just noticing it...
1: Um, you know, where I've noticed a lot of giving of emotional labor, especially right now in the political climate that we're in is when men respond to things that women have posted, mm. we feel like we have to explain mm. what we're doing all of that work when really they're like, oh, you're so cute. Mm-hmm. You're so funny. You mm-hmm. make me laugh. They're being right. antagonists. Mm -hmm. And not at all trying to listen to us. And we're still doing all of that labor, Mm -hmm. trying to pull them in to, like, Mm -hmm. say, just see us. Please see us. Treat us like people. We're people, clearly. We need to just stop. Mm -hmm. Nobody. We owe nobody emotional labor.
0: Yeah. And in our personal lives, too. Yep. Um, Yeah. Like being a free therapist to men. Um, and then also, this happens. I mean, I have no experience with like marriage, sure, but I feel like it happens among so many married people I know that are in heterosexual yes. marriages. The wife is the free therapist of the husband, yes. and then the wife sees a the therapist, right? You know, and right. part of that is toxic masculinity because men are they not won't. encouraged to have community which Mm -hmm. we're about to get to Mm -hmm. they're not encouraged to talk about their feelings Mm -hmm. they're only allowed to feel anger Mm -hmm. hulk smash man angry tarzan Mm -hmm. angry right exactly um so yeah we need to end all of that bullshit so we're only we're only feeding the fire when we provide free emotional labor and that so we're not saying like be mean to men around you but we're saying like listen, I'm willing to like hold space and listen yes. a little bit and maybe like talk some of this through with you. But, um, in general, let's work toward not being free therapy. I feel like dudes. the thing
1: that we're saying here is, Hey dudes, be mindful, be mindful about what you're requesting from the partners that you have from the people that you're dating from the women in your lives, be mindful about what emotional labor you're asking them. And how about you? I don't know, thank them every Mm -hmm. so often for that.
0: Acknowledging it. it, long way.
1: Validate them. Say, oh, you know, babe, Mm -hmm. I really appreciate that you hold space for me and you allow me to process through these things. Mm -hmm. Now I will say that we need to teach them that language. We Mm -hmm. need to model it for them and we need to show them because they have not had that. They are not. Our
0: culture doesn't do that for them. Correct. So we do need to, it's
1: more work. Yes. But then you also get to put up that boundary where you say like, hey, I do feel like I'm doing a bit of emotional labor right now. Mm -hmm. Do you think that like maybe you can sit in this for 20 minutes and Mm -hmm. get to a better space and then I can just hear what you have to tell me and let you sit in the discomfort and process with you? Mm -hmm. Because right now it feels like I'm just doing therapy and Mm -hmm. that feels yucky. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: We just need to be better about boundaries too. And as women, we're not confident putting up that boundary and saying like, hey, you know, this feels like a lot right now. This feels like I'm out of spoons, like my bandwidth has been reached. We don't mm-hmm. feel like we can do that. We have to just take it and take it and take it because that's what we're conditioned to do. Really?
0: Yeah. I mean, take it and give it, give, give, yes. give. Yeah. We're constantly yeah. pouring. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I feel like there are so many like articles and blog posts written yes. about that. Um, and therapists will even tell you that the vast majority of their clients are women, not men. And how unfortunate that is. Um, my son and I have gone to a counselor together. I mean, I took him when he was four, Mm -hmm. his insurance paid for a few sessions, and we went, uh, I had talked to his pediatrician about some stuff. Mm-hmm. And the pediatrician validated me, like, sure. your son's not deranged, you're doing fine. Sure, but sure. But just, like, having come out of the bad situation we came out of, she was like, listen, your insurance mm-hmm. will pay for you and him to go see, like, a... a- a therapist together, Mm -hmm. a psychologist. And we went and it was great. And I made sure I used that language with my son. Like we're going to go see a counselor. I wasn't like, we're going to go meet a nice lady and she's going to talk to you. No, I was like, we're going to therapy. We're going to a counselor. I love Um, that. mm -hmm. And
1: soon we're going to have an entire episode on mental health and we'll probably dig more into that and I'll yeah. open up a little bit more too but it's really important to call it what it is. Yeah. Just like we yeah. say the same thing with genitals, you have to call it what it is. Mm-hmm. It's really important to name for our children what things are to not try to band-aid them mm-hmm. because all we're doing is creating more of an issue later.
0: Yeah.
1: Be yeah. honest with your kiddos.
0: Destigmatize it.
1: Destigmatize it. Yeah. Normalize it.
0: Um but speaking of men and community. Yes. Um so It's summer. Uh, (laughs) I've been putting my son in a couple of camps. Mm -hmm. And he did a basketball camp Mm -hmm. at uh, one of the places where I teach yoga at a rec center. Uh, Offered a lot. We've done a bunch of camps there this summer. Um, But yeah, the basketball one he really enjoyed. So my son naturally is just pretty athletic. Mm -hmm. Like I'm having to come to terms with he's very athletic. Mm-hmm. Um, here we are in Texas. I get that football is like a whole fucking thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not going to ban football or else it'll be the coolest thing yes. and the only thing that he wants to do. But yes. I am hoping to expose him to other sports in hopes yep. that he'll be attracted to something that's not football. Um, and turns out I feel like basketball is... Is just a cooler culture, first mm-hmm. of all, but the the gym where his camp was, it's like this big gym, and it's divided into two spaces, and the back part is where the camp was, and in the front part is where they just have open play mm-hmm. at the rec center, and I'm in and out of that rec center a lot, and I always see men like teenagers and yes. and young men just playing basketball oh. and they have music going and i'm always like fuck that looks so healthy like yes. i love seeing these dudes out there like playing sweating basketball it together. out together yeah yeah so as i on the last day of basketball camp I looked my son and we were walking you know from the back to the front mm-hmm. and i was like okay we sat down on the bleachers for a second and i was like sweetie i want you to see these guys playing basketball this is one way to build a community yes. and build a community are words that I use with him. Mm-hmm. Cause like community is really important. I think it's important for mental health and a lot of stuff. Um, but yeah, I just took that moment to be like, Hey,
1: watch this for a minute. Yeah. Watch these men interact with each other in a non-aggressive, mm-hmm. non-derogatory Competit- competitive. competitive, yeah, which is good.
0: Yeah. yeah that, that's your good. thing. That's yeah. a great place yeah, to, to do it. that thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Um so yeah, and he know I mean I, you know it wasn't like a moment where he was like, wow, yeah. Oh, he of just, course not. But he looked and he was like, Okay, yeah. and it was
1: fine. Um But you've
0: modeled but- that then.
1: You showed him what it looks like.
0: Right. And now I mean I hope it gets easier. Mm-hmm. I hope I'm now that I'm like trying to be mindful, I hope it gets easier for me to like point, point out those things out. Um like, oh look, men. Doing something that's like health, that's like masculine and healthy and like men building community and men forming relationships with each other Mm -hmm. that seem like healthy. So, um, also, Hey, if you happen to be a listener and you are a masculine person and you have any feedback on this, We would really love love it. it. Yeah, we really would because we are raising three boy children, you know, between the three, between the two of us. Yes. Um, and we
1: would really love any input that you have on. Yeah good masculine activities or community building or whatever it is, what do you do for self-care? Tell us those things. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah.
1: We would really love that.
0: What, what do you do for your boys? Have you done anything like that?
1: Uh, We haven't put them in camps yet or anything like that. Um, The way that we've been building community is the people that we want to surround ourselves with Mm -hmm. that have children. Um, Because I've been going through some mental health stuff, I haven't been in a place to like do the camp thing with them this year and like even just get to that point. But I have been good about making sure that they're still hanging out with friends because I can be with those adults and have that space yeah, too. Yeah,
0: that's huge. Um
1: which was really important for me this summer specifically. Yeah. yeah. So the way that we're building community right now is slow and steady with people that fit into our life yeah who want the same type of community that we do. Mm-hmm. But I also see the value and we do plan on putting both boys into some sort of sport or activity. Soccer was one that we talked about. Mm -hmm. One of our- Soccer
0: is so cool. Yeah.
1: Soccer seems like a pretty cool culture too. Um, and basketball was another one that one of our dragons had mentioned being interested Mm -hmm. in. So we'll probably also explore that.
0: Neat. Very neat.
1: All right. Um, Let's talk about the different, so let's talk about love languages, but more specifically how the love language, the way that you give and receive love languages. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you want to start, Lydia, with parenting?
0: Um, yeah, well, I will say, um, what's the guy's name? Gary Chapman, yes. is that his name? Um, I listened to his book like two years ago, um, and it was It's good. I feel like it. There's a lot of shit I would change about it, and it's
1: a little religion. It's got
0: some like Jesus stuff in it. Pointed. Um, I will say like the work itself and the ideas,
1: great, brilliant, excellent. Yes.
0: Um, but there were some things that pissed me off about the book. For instance, any. Every single couple was a man and a woman as yes.
1: well. Yes, yes.
0: Every single couple was a man and a woman. Mm-hmm. And, um, if the woman, if he was talking about a man doing an act of service for a woman several times, it was watching the kids. <laughs> and I was like, who the fuck gave you like a PhD or whatever?
1: But anyway, oh my goodness, <laughs> really, though, how are you um, so unaware?
0: Yeah, so there was some stuff like that that I, like, had, like, I, like, strained my eyeballs from rolling them so hard. Um, But still, that aside, it was good. Yes. One thing, though, that you and I have talked about so much, and I I see it elsewhere, too, like, the difference between love languages when it comes to, like, how you give love or how you receive love. yes um and and i could be just wrong and not remembering it right but i feel like he didn't differentiate between the two as
1: i much. also feel like he didn't as much yeah i feel well i think it was a little bit more relationship centered in that book and not so much self-awareness centered and there is i feel there are more but like there is one yeah, for yeah. kids mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm.
0: and i and i'm not familiar with that one. i'm also
1: not but it would be interesting to read it but i i do think that the ideas and then we've both sort of expounded upon them and you know like for instance one of my love languages is sharing graphics sharing memes Mm -hmm. graphics articles book posts or book quotes or whatever that is a way that I feel loved when Mm -hmm. my partners send stuff like that to me I feel loved like that um and it's it doesn't fit in, but it's one of
0: yeah. My what is it? Languages. Is it an act of service? Is it gift giving? Is it? It's
1: really none of those times
0: right? It's and, a moment. It's five seconds of time saying right. I'm thinking about you, and I thought this cat meme would be would be yeah.
1: What is it? I don't know what. I don't know what. Direction it would kind of fall into what category it would fall into, yeah. Um, which quality
0: time, yeah, which right. is why
1: I just say it's a different one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I have another love language, yeah, um, like sharing selfies. That's a love language for me. That's a thing that I love to do. It's a way that I feel connected to my partners and to people mm-hmm. important to me.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, yeah. So let's talk specifically, though.
0: So I, I. In terms of gift giving, mm-hmm. that's not necessarily one that works for me in terms of receiving love, but it's kind of a way I show love yes. and it's not expensive gifts, but it's like bringing you a coffee mm-hmm. or, um, I'm at the grocery store and I remember that you like this thing. And so I got yes. it for you or, um, little, it's, a, it's like little thing, yep. little gifts, yep. bringing little gifts. Yes. Um. Yeah, that is like pockets
1: of preciousness, and
0: I do it in part with with romantic partners and just with friends. Like you invite me over for a play date, and I'm gonna bring like something, right? Like goldfish crackers or something, just because I thought it would be nice. Or exactly, yeah. Um. Right. So the so the difference between like a love language in terms of how you give and how how you you receive it. it.
1: Totally. One of my love languages is. Words of affirmation. Um, I enjoy. I am a. I am a wordy bitch. I am wordy as fuck. I love language. I think there's so much depth and intentionalness when you use it the right way. Mm-hmm. And something that I love is writing my partners why I love them. Mm-hmm. And it's something I do with you all the time. I'm always like, I'm just so grateful for you, and I want to tell you the reasons why. And it's <laughs> because that's just a way that I show love. Mm-hmm. Um, And I do like receiving that. That does feel good for me. But it's not necessarily like the way that I feel loved. It's just a way that I like to show it. I like people to know how much they mean to me.
0: Yeah. I'm still figuring out. As much as I like try to put energy on Mm self-awareness weirdly, I lack awareness on exact. And that is why I listened to that book. Cause I was like, I'm going to figure out my love languages. You know, for me, it's kind of relationship dependent. Yes. Yes. because I have some long distance yes. relationships where I just accept we're not going to get a lot of, it's going
1: to look different
0: physical touch yep. for instance yep. so i'm like okay mm-hmm. well with this person we might only get physical touch once a year yes so what other right but then yes. for like local partners totally different looks yeah, completely yeah yeah so i i Do wonder if it's think... like for for poly people or non-monogamous mm-hmm. people like we then um grow to accept that we have our our love languages are relationship dependent
1: i also think that because it was such a heteronormative book and because our culture is that way that we only view things you have to have you have one to two love languages and your partner has one to two love languages and then you show them those love languages and it's very like this is how you do it. The concrete Yeah, because we have to find cause for everything. Everything needs to have that like reason, that guideline. Here's how you do it the right way. When instead, I actually think that love languages are probably fluid and dependent on, yes, your relationship, also how you're feeling that day. And like that, whatever interaction was happening, I think that has a lot to do with it, too. And I think what's beautiful about the love languages is that there might be some that speak to you more with certain people. Mm. And then they're able to give that to you and fill you in that way. But that it doesn't necessarily have to be like, these are my love languages. I agree. It's that it's more fluid. It's so much more fluid. And I think,
0: that. you know, things were I my love languages were probably different than oh my you gosh. know, when I was twenty six than now that I'm thirty six.
1: Absolutely. And we'll different. change again. You mm-hmm. know, and I think that's part of it too. And part of what we do in culture is that we don't allow growth. Yeah. We don't want people to change or grow or right be better or anything. We want them to stay exactly as they are. You hit you know, whatever, 22, 25. And that's supposed to be who you are. I'm sorry. At 22, I was a hot fucking mess. And I did not know any of the things that I know now. I was not a self-aware person. Mm. If I had to still be that person, well, frankly, if I had to still be that person, I would not be doing this. I would be in a Catholic school working and (laughs) miserable. (laughs) But I think we don't as a culture hold space for growth because it's scary because then we can't categorize because then we don't have a reason yeah if somebody's growing something has to be wrong why oh right, right. why what's wrong with how you are now mm.
0: like you have to grow because something was bad correct instead of understanding that we're always growing and Growth changing is natural. yeah yes. yeah mm. good stuff alice thanks um so parent how to so love language I love language as it relates to parenting I would like yeah. to read or listen the to kids one. the kids one mm-hmm. um I only have one kid but I'm around enough other kids mm-hmm. that I can totally see
1: the different ways that kids some kids, need. kids
0: yeah. you know need to eye level with their parent yes. and have like a talk about something some kids need to be held yes um yeah I mean my kid definitely is physical Mm -hmm. um i mean he's a sensory seeker Mm -hmm. so he's obviously very physical um i guess i'm still getting to know him and i'm also allowing for there to be space for those things Things to to change
1: yes you love him the way that he needs to be loved today and tomorrow it might look completely different Mm -hmm. and that's totally Mm -hmm. okay too and i Mm -hmm. think we do that well in non-monogamy we understand that things are always going to look different, that there's growth always happening. We do it well
0: because if you're not good at that, your relationships are going to fucking suck.
1: You're going to have a bad time. Yeah,
0: you have to get good at that.
1: You have to get good at it, which is why I think we give a lot more space for growth in people and children in our relationships than heteronormative because we have to.
0: I think, obviously, quality time is big Mm -hmm. for my kid, too. Mm -hmm. Um, I think gifts, he could... You know, it depends on it's what it kinda is. It's kind of fine, yeah. I think um, words of affirmation kind of just go in one ear and out the other. And I
1: think um, acts of service, he doesn't even He notice. wouldn't even notice. I was just about to say, yeah. he wouldn't even notice that. Yeah. What about your kids? My kiddos, one dragon, E, we'll call him. Um, he is also the sensory seeker. So physical touch is very big for him. Also for him, though our words of affirmation he is a very nervous anxiety-ridden kiddo and he needs to hear that he's good that he is working hard that he put a lot of effort into that that he he started here and now he got here look at how great that was we're really um intentional about the language that we use when we're giving words of affirmation also and we don't just say like you're the best or something like that we're super specific about it wow that was a great job working really hard at putting that lego set together that must have been hard work do you want to tell me about it
0: i love that you're um
1: trying to highlight the work he put into it that's good Mm -hmm. That's, that's what good. we try to do. And he really responds. He lights up because he did put a lot of work yeah. into that and yeah. for you to validate all the work he put in, he's yeah. excited. Yes. So that's my one dragon. Dragon M is very much um, quality time and um, words of affirmation also. Interesting. Yeah. it's It's funny that they both are like that, but he's he is a much more sensitive kid Mm. where dragony is a little bit more neurotic. He's much more sensitive. He just like pulls everything in. So his is often about his person and how kind he is. Wow. That was a really kind gesture that you just did for your brother. Wow. Thank you so much for helping me put the dishes away that you took time out of playing for that. Thank you. Yeah. Stuff like that. Uh, Yeah.
0: I'm, I will. uh, We should both, Let's listen to yeah, it and then we can yeah. talk about and it. And speaking of books,
1: you yes. have a recommendation.
0: and Do you know what? I actually have a recommendation. Too.
1: Yes, you we are going to start doing book recommendations for our listeners also. One of the books that I just, I bought it, read it in two days, and I'm passing it on to Lydia now. It is called Antagonists, Advocates, and Allies. The Wake Up Call Guide for White Women Who Want to Become Allies with Black Women by Catrice M. Jackson. You can follow her on Instagram at Catriceology. We'll hold the book up so that you can see. It was excellent, absolutely excellent. I, let me just read this tiny bit right here. Here are some truths to consider. There are enough opportunities, clients, and business for all women. She's talking about how women often compete with each other and feel like they have to, in the workplace, be better than the other women because there's so few spots for women. Mm. And how if we band together and say, no, 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 there's enough space for all of us here, which is something that Lydia and I are very cognizant of and something that we talk about a lot, that there's there's going to be a million podcasts. There's going to be a million people that talk about similar things that we talk about. Mm-hmm. There's room for us all yeah. here. There's yep. lessons in all of those things. Yeah. And yeah. I think she does a really good job at giving really concrete ways white women or white appearing women like myself can be better mm-hmm. allies to people of women of color, specifically people of color and specifically specifically black women Mm. beautiful book i think every single person should read it
0: thank you for being willing to pass it on to me because um i've also observed like great reviews for it and i really am in a space where i'm looking to be uncomfortable, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, Something like I, I've noticed this I get trip. that I'm fragile. Yes. You know, I am. I my whiteness, yes. I'm fragile in my whiteness. But I'm just yesterday, to... Lydia.
1: You were joking about your sunburn.
0: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I got. I, did, I got really sunburned. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I think it's a really great book. It's super important, especially where we are right now, that women are banding together that we are holding up women yeah. of color and that we're also sitting down and letting them talk. Mm-hmm. We need to hear them and we need to believe them.
0: Yeah, we do. Well, thank you for that. Um, the book I'm going to recommend is called the power. Oh. Um, the author's name is Naomi Alderman and it's fiction, which I haven't been reading much fiction. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, of. Uh, friend of mine read it and lent it to another friend and she's like I need other people in my life to read this book (laughs) yeah so I I don't want to spoil it Yes, but what it's about is women discover that they have this electrical current and they're able to shock people so women become the dominant Mm -hmm. sex the stronger Mm -hmm. sex um. And oh, yeah. Then, okay. Like, what happens after that? Yeah. Um. It's fascinating, and the I mean, the forward is done by Margaret Atwood. Oh, um, yeah. Who Excellent. wrote *Handmaid's Tale*? Yeah. yeah. Um. I, I i wish i could give this copy to you but i have to return it to the person who lent okay. it to me i'll buy it but uh it is a fun gripping read the power i yeah. will read it next. so books we, like. books we like books we like books we like we have tons oh my god yeah, yeah. we're up to our n- fucking necks in, in book suggestions <laughs> yep yep um we are both avid readers yeah well there's just one more thing on our yes um list of notes before we wrap it up and go to yoga tonight yes i'm so excited <laughs> i'm bringing alice to my yoga class um and this is just you know it's a little fun but also a little serious yes we talk so much about how we've had to work through deprogramming um the assumption that sex means piv and when we say piv we mean penis and vagina yes sex is so much more i think a better definition of sex is any genital stimulation done for pleasure yes um, I mean,
1: you could probably even expand it. I was going to say, I wouldn't even necessarily say it has to be genitals. To-
0: yeah, because it could be brains. It could be
1: totally. And like something, I have a lot of sex with my brain. I probably have more sex with my brain than I have with your my brain genitals. Get, your brain yeah. gets fucked. Uh, my brain gets fucked. And I, I love it. My <laughs> brain orgasms in ways that my vagina can't. Right. <laughs> right, right. So, but we did want to give some Ideas. For what some PIV alternatives might be in case mm-hmm. you're not feeling that for whatever reason. We were talking specifically about if you get put on pelvic rest, what are some things that you can do, but uh-huh. this could be really used for any sort of... Also,
0: not every couple has both a penis and a vagina. Correct. Or Or um, your penis or your vagina might be out of order for a Correct. little bit. Yeah. For instance, pelvic rest Correct. for some reason. Or whatever. So, so here are some other things. Mm-hmm, Here's some other things. Oral sex. Anal sex.
1: Manual stimulation. Uh
0: one person watches the other person masturbate.
1: Yes, or mutual masturbation, which is one of my favorite things. I love mutual masturbation. Do you? Yeah, I don't know why. I just love watching it's good stuff.
0: See, I prefer one person to watch me.
1: Oh. I
0: like water. Yeah. <laughs> um. Okay. Outer course. Yep. And so that could be, um, you know, if you're talking about one person has a penis and one person has a vagina the person doesn't really have to stick the penis in the vagina they can just like be rubbing along the vulva and between the thighs you know in between
1: the butt crack is yeah yeah that feels surprisingly
0: good too especially if they get like on your clit yeah 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 and like
1: the movement if they get the movement right right it's good stuff too yeah Just straight up high school heavy makeout session where you're like grinding on them. Like maybe you're just in your undies even and you're just like getting in it.
0: Yes. In fact, everyone, like that's our homework Mm -hmm. for you. If you have a partner, straight up makeout. Do that tonight and do it without any intention of PIV afterward. Just say, like, babe, tonight I just want to make out. Listen to like fucking Bon Jovi. Exactly. (laughs) Light some candles (laughs) and make out.
1: I love it. Assisted masturbation
0: mm-hmm.
1: was one that we talked about.
0: Uh, sensual massage.
1: Yes. And then using sex
0: toys on your partners. Mm-hmm. Or asking a sex a, a sex toy to use a partner on you. Yes. Asking a partner to use a sex yes. toy on you. Yes,
1: And actually, um, like, how hot would that be if you said, hey, can you do this to
0: me? I do that. Mm-hmm. I that. totally do that a ton. Yeah, Love I do that. that a ton. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, that and so much more. So much more. We
1: <laughs> just... Scratch the surface. I also did want to say something. We meant to say it in the beginning, and then we forgot until just now, but we understand that when you listen to our podcasts, what we might call the podcast might not necessarily be what the entire episode is about. Hopefully we hit whatever we called the podcast in it at some point, but we really want to show you our lives. Our point in this is for us and then to just share We want it to be exactly what we talk about on the daily. So you get our raw material. We don't try to put it into something and make every single thing fit because that's not how we talk to each other. And we felt like it was actually more beneficial and more important for people to just listen in, Mm -hmm. just hear the things that we were talking about while I was here. These are all conversations that we have just had in the past two days. Our notes are
0: from what we've been talking about the past two days. Um, twice I've received comp compliments, feedback about our podcast, um, which is very similar saying like, they feel like they're a fly on the wall yes, or sitting on a, a coffee shop listening to us. Yeah. Yes. yeah, And, um, that, that made me feel so good because yes, that's exactly what we're trying to me do. Me too. And
1: um, that's all we want from this. Yeah. So we, we do acknowledge that we might not stay completely on topic, but we also talk Yeah, we kind of like it. Yeah. And we hope you do, too. We really hope you do, too.
0: Yeah. Uh, We need go ask Alice questions. So email us or message us on Facebook with those. We need go ask Alice's. Um, But yeah. okay, girl, it is time for us to go get our yoga pants on. We're going to yoga. I go to yoga. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, I am Lydia Frost
1: and I'm Alice Ember. Thank you
0: for listening to The Naked Truth.
1: Come for the sex. Stay for the tacos.